0: This December, the newest <laughs> the newest part in the Silent Night Deadly Night series starring Neith Hunter, better known as Lady in the Car in Near Dark, <laughs> and Tommy Hinckley, better known as Roulette Dealer in Oceans 13, <laughs> and by director Brian Yuza, better known for directing Shh. Crazy, sick shit like <laughs> beyond Reanimator, Bride of Reanimator, Society, and strangely enough, the writer of all of the Honey I Shrunk the Kids movies—that's weird—comes Silent Night, Deadly Night, f- Four. <laughs> Are
1: you sure about that?
0: The Initiation
1: Four, yes. Oh, you forgot about our favorite, the Ice Cream Man. Clint Howard
0: Oh, I forgot about Clint Howard, yes You are being very, very Naughty Naughty this Harvest day. Huh? Wow, everybody. How could you forget about Christmas? Happy Howard? holidays. Here we are in December doing some December holiday smash-ups. And you know nothing says holiday like Silent Night Deadly Night 4, which <laughs> is just maybe taking place during October December. I don't know. I think Christmas is happening.
1: Um, well there's a Christmas tree in this movie.
0: Well, hey guys, we're just another movie night. And I'm Scott, and that's Joe, and we are about to dissect Silent Night, Deadly Night 4 on this newest episode of *Talking Trash. Talking Trash. Because we love talking Trash about shitty films. Oh, my God. Man, oh, man, did we wander into a real interesting <laughs> oh, turd.
1: This one is like, an, oh, an interesting turd? That's, that's a compliment. That's like, I, that's I, a really I high will, praise, man. I will
0: say, when I found out that this was directed by the same person who wrote and directed Society... I was not shocked, but, yeah, but I was also what? very intrigued.
1: We enjoyed Society.
0: Society is a is a mixed bag. It was weird. It's a mixed bag. There's we did some, not
1: hate it, I can tell you that.
0: There are some practical effects in Society that make, make the movie worthwhile, but it, it's, it doesn't have the best premise. I know it's got a really interesting concept, and it's dealing with some kind of society issues that are really interesting in a weird way. Same goes here a little bit. It's this movie, and it's not a shock, trivia-wise, that this was a bunch of ideas from society he couldn't work in.
1: Oh, my Smashed God. Smashed into a
0: plot for what was supposed to be the third Silent Night, Deadly Night movie, and really? the the people behind the movie said, no, we hate this script. <laughs> so they threw it out, and they did part three instead which, if you've seen Part Three, oof. <laughs> so they chose that over this. Now, the, the, what my what really blows my mind is that this is a movie that actually was a Silent Night, Deadly Night film. Usually, what I would expect is this is one of those bad movies that couldn't find you know release, so they just stuck it with the title. Yeah, like uh, I know the Troll movies do that. There's a couple movies that have done a zombie. They keep sticking the word zombie on, or, or, um, what's the other one? There's another one where they keep sticking the name on movies, but it has nothing to do with the series. Oh. You know what I mean?
1: Halloween? Season of the Witch?
0: (laughs) No, there's a reason for that one, at least.
1: No, all right. Well, how about. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, Troll 2, there's no trolls. They just stuck the name on it because Troll 1 was, like, culty. So, they were like, you know what? Stick the name Troll 2 on there. Maybe people will watch it. And they did that with the zombie films, like. Killing Birds, nothing to do with the zombie series. They just stuck zombie, whatever, killing birds, you know. Mm. So there's a lot of movies out there that stick these sub you know, they take the title and they say they're in a series so people will check them out. But what blows my mind about this is part two is almost like it was filmed in someone's garage and it's incredible for that and you, I'm shocked that any movies were ever made after it. So What's really crazy to me is this one actually looks like it has a budget. I mean, and it, following it's got two, a little
1: bit of a budget.
0: It, it, it's in locations. There's areas. Special there's effects. special effects. Yeah. Two is like, it, first off, two is only half a movie because the other half is actually just part one. <laughs> yeah. So it blows my mind that this was actually filmed in that series as some reason part of it, although really doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, I will blow your mind a little bit here. I don't know if you know about this. But the main character in two and the little boy in part one is named Ricky. And Ricky is the name of Clint Howard's character.
1: Oh, my God. I didn't even pick up on that.
0: Is that supposed to be the character?
1: No. They can't. Because in
0: part three, Ricky wakes up from a coma with a chrome dome brain on his top of his head. And are they suggesting that this is a spin for that? Like,
1: No. <laughs>
0: I, what is this? I don't know. There's a part in this movie where Clint Howard is watching television and sees, a, I think, parts of a Silent Night, Deadly Night film? I'm not really sure if they are. But he goes, Killer Santa Claus, how funny.
1: Yeah, but then if they're all interconnected, these movies, I, then... I don't they can... think they
0: are. But isn't that it's crazy? It's just
1: coincidental that his name is Ricky. I mean, no,
0: they did that on purpose. I mean,
1: wh- then why would they? and uh, They're not going to add anything into the the plot that he could be our Ricky. But
0: that's what I'm saying. It's so uh, this is it's wild. And know. also, I I don't know for for certain, but is Kim the name of the girl? In uh, the other movies? Oh, because this one is uh-huh. Kim.
1: Yeah, her name is Kim. But what well, I mean, I don't think they're connected that way either.
0: This this one, wow! Right off the bat, I thought we had wandered into the diamond in the rough of so bad it's good.
1: What? Be- no. Oh,
0: the opening of this movie is hilarious. There's there's uh, I will say through a thirty minutes. Now, first off, when you say no, what are you talking about? Because so okay. bad it's good.
1: No, because right off the bat, we hated the main character. We couldn't stand
0: N- her. No. Yeah, but but I, I don't. This was the this was great, laughable.
1: I mean, I guess you're right. I just I couldn't stand her though. I just couldn't stand her. Yeah, she's, she's her. one of
0: the worst actors. I mean, when you when people talk about bad acting, holy shit, they should really look into this one.
1: Okay, holy fuck, can I just tell you that I gave Silent Night Deadly Night Three a one star?
0: Yeah, it's bad.
1: <laughs> but um, this one's better. Yeah, there was no character named Kim in, in that okay. movie. Okay, so. I didn't know
0: about that one. I didn't know if it was the girl that he Ricky had killed in two.
1: Nope, that's not her. Looks like there's a Laura. That's it. Um, All I
0: know is that she was naughty. Naughty. Um. So, yeah, I mean, so bad it's good. There, there was a real start to this movie where I was like, holy shit, did we just accidentally find a great bad film? Because right off the bat, this opens with so much wacky crap happening at once. And so many so much insane stuff that we kept questioning like what the fuck is this i mean i'm still
1: questioning what i just watched
0: i instantly thought we're in for a doozy because i was laughing hysterically through a lot of this but then it got boring as shit
1: oh it got well and and it it also got
0: intriguing at one point i was like wait a minute what the fuck is happening? Well, let, let's just talk about it. Let's get into what we normally do. Let's break it down and piece, you know, like rip it apart, rip it apart, and see if we can come up with how we feel about it while we're doing it. Okay, and maybe we can find out some good laughs on the way. Uh, yeah, this movie starts off right off the bat with Clint Howard being Clint Howardly disgusting, <laughs> and he is r- rummaging through garbage cans as a homeless person, and he finds. An ant kit covered sandwich, and he gets mad that there's no cheese. Fucking a, burger, burger! Oh, no fucking cheese! And he eats it anyways. Um, then we hear screams, a lot of screams, as if someone's being chased on the rooftops of the building around him. And we see a woman get to the edge. And she's screaming uncontrollably. And Clint Howard's watching, like, shocked. Like he doesn't know what's happening. And then she falls off on fire. She's on fire. And we're like, what just happened? But only the bottom
1: half of her is on fire.
0: Yes, her legs. She hits the floor, and her legs have comically shrunk (laughs) into little burnt matchsticks. (laughs) And her body is now a mannequin. And her top I was very
1: discriminated. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look.
0: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Her legs. Like- right off the... Yeah, so this movie... So the person's body's on the floor. You were laughing. Like, I was laughing.
1: It was hysterical.
0: And, and we could not believe that it was a... That it was, like, fake legs. And it just looked... It I mean, didn't it was even a look like a dummy. Yeah, it didn't even look like real legs were supposed to be there. And we were like, <laughs> what is happening? And that's when we cut to... I mean, like they show the, the police and they keep showing the news. And then we cut to a, a two people having sex, rolling around uncontrollably, rolling on top of each other. And the, they see the television. And the woman instantly gets involved with what's going on TV, which is showing the brutal body the burnt
1: matchstick body matchstick body of a human
0: of a, being yeah. on the news i'm
1: like why would they show that on the news that's just ridiculous i mean that's
0: insane and she gets really interested during sex and he's like what are you watching and he's like let's keep doing it and they keep rolling she wants to watch this news report but uh he he switches it off and somehow perfectly to porn
1: yeah i mean it it was like he just hit one button and i guess all the other channels on the tv are just porn Uh, let's just go with that they
0: also look like they're in a hotel room they look like they're just in a random room with like nothing on the walls it looks very fake
1: yeah that's supposed to be his apartment by the way but it it, it was not his apartment there's no way it looked like a a, one of those crappy like 1980s hotel like motels
0: yeah which is really questionable later on because we'll talk about that when we get there but there's something i have a lot of questions but, yeah, so these two are dating, apparently, and they are walking now after having sex across the street, holding each other, or like, whatever. You automatically said, let me guess, this is 1990.
1: I said it. Yes, and, and it was it, 1990. sure as hell
0: is, yeah. although it was probably filmed in 89, but.
1: Well, you could tell by the wardrobe. <laughs> yeah, and what is
0: he wearing? Complete, like, black, all black yes. leather. Jacket, He's wearing a leather jacket. Uh, turtleneck, yeah. which you normally would yell out, "Turtleneck, drink!" Yeah, which tur- is what your favorite like thing to do. My with bad, bad movies. movie
1: night thing is: um, if we see a turtleneck in any of our bad movies, then everyone has to drink.
0: Yeah, since we've never talked about it before in all these episodes we've done, we we have a checklist of things that happen in bad movies, and turtlenecks go hand in hand with bad movies. Yes. Long driving title sequences. Yep. And turtlenecks, and there are a couple others like the hilarious bag of groceries. We love joking around about that. We're always looking for it.
1: Oh, the comical bag of groceries with like the celery um, hanging
0: out of it. Yeah, there's always a French loaf, a nice uh, yeah. <laughs> a nice uh, big loaf of bread, and a uh, egg standing upward.
1: It's like the movie prop bag of yes. groceries. Um, yeah, but so here we, we are in the 90s. When we see that stuff. So, like, yeah, we're in the 90s. We're in 1990 right now. And we're
0: like turtleneck. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, and you could <laughs> tell this woman had, like, a uh, cheese, and it, it was just so
0: <laughs> Okay, so we're introduced to these two characters. By far, some of the worst acting, these two people together. Ugh, he, worst. They're they're dating, and the way that we they get that they're dating, it seems like they're just having sex for fun. Like, they're not really dating. Because she's like, well, what are we doing on Friday? he's like, oh, I thought we were just hooking up for fun. And then she's like, oh, well, I didn't think that. I thought we were doing something. And he's like, you really want to go see my parents on Friday?
1: And no. she's like, yeah. Apparently, that his parents were having a, a dinner at their house. And he was like. you you know I thought we were just fooling around like why do you
0: want to come see my parents so it's like and and he's like all over her when he's saying this
1: yeah Hank I knew you'd make us late
0: that's research
1: well that's great for you old timers but I'm new hey Uh, we're partners we look out for each other Hmm. so what about tonight
0: what happened to that uh No strings attached. Let's have fun. What, you really like to meet my parents tonight? Yes. Okay. Now, what's even crazier here is, now we suddenly get to find out that they work together as well. Because before Mm -hmm. they get into the building they're heading toward, she starts stopping him and at the top of her lungs, saying, I want to do a piece on this burn victim.
1: The it's, one person that was on fire that was all over the news. She she wants to report a story on that.
0: Yeah, and he she says to him, "What what what is it called when a person uh, goes up in flames uh, out of the blue? What's that called?" Now we already like,
1: I mean, we know it's spontaneous it's combustion. combustion,
0: and we're like, "Wait, is she like actually asking us, or she's saying there's more to it?" So she starts screaming that, "Yeah, in fact, there is more to it. This is an interesting story." He's like. It's just a, a random occurrence. It's not something for our newspaper.
1: Yeah, but they automatically, if, you know, you, you just think about it for two seconds, they automatically go to spontaneous combustion. How does she know that someone didn't light a match and set this woman on fire and murder her and throw yeah. her off a building? And here's the best part. You know? The
0: news is saying, yeah, it was spontaneous combustion.
1: Oh, the news they
0: yes, said it. They're just saying oh. It, oh, it was it was a it was a crazy fa- thing that happened. I didn't even
1: catch that. I yeah. thought that they were just saying that there was a burn victim on you know. On
0: she was acting like she didn't know what it was called, and then she also was saying there's there's more to it. And he's like, it's just a normal occurrence.
1: Okay, because it's not something for our newspaper. Day. Yeah,
0: how was it not something for the newspaper? A woman fell off a rooftop on fire.
1: Yeah, and she was burning from the waist down. Yeah. That was that's just not something you see every day. And this guy's supposed to be a reporter. Yeah, this reporters is a reporter. are like all over this shit.
0: Usually. And this guy, nah, that's not for us. So they get into work. She no, I cannot hammer this in enough how bad this character is. She starts what would you call it? Hand-packing? Not hand-packing, but at the top of her lungs saying things to him like you got to get me a, uh, you got to get me in there and get this article I want to do this story and she's saying this in front of all so the co so she's coworkers.
1: saying can you please talk to Eli he's the um head of the the newspaper can I guess the editor in chief or whatever and and so she's like can you please talk to Eli get me this story I really want this story now mind you she is in charge at this her job at this this newspaper is to do the want ads like the classifieds, um, classifieds and, and all that stuff.
0: And uh, the obituaries.
1: And, yeah, and the
0: obituaries. So, like Well, how does she do it? Like, how is her acting? What, how, the, how is she approaching asking him to help her?
1: Oh, my God. It's so extra. It's so over the top. Her voice goes to octave 11. And she's just like, I, I need you to help me. I need you to talk to Eli for me and help me. Hank, hey, he'll listen to you. Like that's the only way I could get this. <laughs> the, co-
0: the coworkers are looking at her like, "Are oh, you yeah. gotta be kidding me?" Like, and even the boyfriend, the boyfriend's like, "I don't know this woman." <laughs> like she, he's like trying so hard not to be next to her.
1: Like she's just losing her shit on him. Like yeah. and like, she does that help me.
0: to everybody in this entire film constantly.
1: Yes, yeah, she does. And that voice that I just did is pretty yeah. much summing her up. Like, like she, I'm a good reporter, and, and I want to be part of this story and yeah. help me i
0: hate everybody yeah. oh
1: my god it's terrible
0: um it's terrible she is atrocious and and she is really going at it now the two other guys are now because we're in a workplace that means all of the guys are the worst assholes on the earth
1: oh yeah they are the worst
0: they're all have, sexual deviants
1: we have to make mention of- so yeah
0: he comes out so the boss comes out and it just so happens to be Reggie from the Reggie Phantasm Bannister
1: series. from Phantasm, which um, I this has not been out there yet. But I Ooh,
0: you don't want to talk about that. No, this is a I, sore spot. I, I, horror fans. I yes,
1: I I don't care how many horror fans hate me. I can't stand Phantasm. So I watched the whole series. It and was a tough series. It was a through. very brutal, brutal time for me. I just did not like it.
0: Boy. I, uh, I do enjoy one. I, I do find things are good about one, although mm-hmm. I don't think it's as great as everybody thinks it is or says it is. Yeah. It does have a nice cool dream-like thing going on, and the music's neat.
1: Oh, the character but of it, Reggie. Is Reggie's like, the
0: best part. He
1: is the best part, but he's also a freaking rapey, pervy
0: creep. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay,
1: so uh, on that note, I don't like uh, the
0: not, fantastic Not movies. different here. He comes out as the boss, and everybody crowds on this guy. They jump on him. They're lighting his cigarette. They're acting like this guy's stuff is the stuff.
1: Yeah, he's the boss, so. so
0: everybody's on this guy. And there's a shot where everybody's crowding on top of him, like so tight.
1: Yeah. And she so- jumps
0: in, and she's like, "I want this art. I want this article. I think I should do it." And they're like, "Yeah." And then uh, the boss is like, "You know what? We really need to do an article on this burning woman." And everybody's like, "Yeah, I think so too." And she's like, "I was just saying that. I want this article. I want to do it. You know." And then they're not paying attention to her. No. And he just basically looks at him and goes. Can you make us some coffee? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and the boyfriend does nothing, nothing to help her and nothing. doesn't even react. Doesn't say she wants to do this. She's been talking about it all morning, and she's really interested in it. And it well, we don't
1: know right now if if anyone in the office knows that they're banging each other.
0: Oh no, they know because the the two dick other guys say, "Oh, so where did you go?" And then he says, "Oh, we went out for lunch." And he goes, "They say, uh." At a new restaurant? Yeah? What was the special? Chicken a la Kim? (laughs) Oh my god. And she's standing right there. And she makes a face.
1: Yeah. I mean, the guy does nothing to stand up for her. He's a a total douche. Everything that you can imagine a douche in in like a 90s movie would be, this guy takes the cake. I mean, he's just an idiot.
0: So, of course, this makes our lead character, Kim, go on a I uh, feel trip to go find out and do detective work for an article regardless. Yep. Her co-worker, who happens to be one of the lead characters in the show Moonlighting, which uh, I automatically said, wow, I haven't seen her in a while. Uh, <laughs> she She's her co-worker. She works with her. She's her only friend in the office. She's like, well, if you want to get it, you got to work for it because, you know, this is a man's world type of thing. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to go get this because I hate these men. So she goes out and she tries to do some detective work. She goes to a, first this, I I mean this movie couldn't hammer in how disgusting it is uh, without going right to a butcher shop and she decides (laughs) to go get I guess seeds from a vending machine like one of those
1: No they those. were peanuts they were like they're regular peanuts? Yes, peanuts in like a little like not like a gumball machine yeah. no
0: they're not shelled they're no, just No like
1: they're peanuts. just there in a, like a, there's a like, okay I just picture they were like this seeds. Outside, so i seeds outside the 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 um meat um the yeah, butcher shop there a is, is shop. a like a gumball machine and instead of being filled with those little toys and the plastic things that come in it was actually filled with unshelled peanuts now she puts her quarter in and tries to make the machine work because she somehow just wants peanuts from this disgusting like random gumball machine that's sitting outside and it's not working for her so this this she's really hungry she's really hungry she She hasn't hasn't eaten. she hasn't had any lunch but like so this big guy comes out of the butcher shop and he's covered in blood Oh, it's he, comical. It's just, comical and his blood, hands though. are all bloody, and he gets the machine to work for her, so he...
0: Well, he says, she starts hammering him for sort of, like, detective stuff. Like, well, yes. What, 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 do you know anything? Do you, what did you hear? And he's like, oh, the girl on the roof? And she's like, uh, I bet she was a hooker. Did you see what happened last night, the girl who jumped? Did you see that? And I'd help but see it. Live upstairs. Too much noise. Siren. Police.
1: Reporter. Who was she? She not come
0: around here. She burned, scorched real good. Nothing left, Waste out. What do you think she do up there? Could be hooker. Huh? Okay. And he's, okay. And he's like the peanut thing doesn't work, and then he hits it. The peanuts come into his hand. He starts eating them, and then he gives her some out of his bloody hand.
1: It's so gross. She takes them. So this this um. No, this this butcher shop is in the building, the same building, yeah. where the woman jumped to her death. So we believe that she jumped to her death. We don't really know exactly until later what happened to her.
0: Yeah, he kind of gives her some really sketchy thoughts on the whole thing, which she then walks off. Because I think another woman comes out and says, go back to work to the guy. So yeah. she kind of walks off and she's investing and she goes to a a bookstore that happens to be a part of the building as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and now this is the weirdest bookstore on the earth <laughs>
1: yeah. so
0: she goes in this bookstore first off we got a really creepy bum like uh clint howard walking around it he is filthy and he looks insane I mean, and
1: he always looks insane in every role he's in
0: well the lead of the the owner of the bookstore. Is um, is the actress that is known for playing Octopussy in the move in the James Bond movie of the same name? She uh, is the owner, and she's staring at her as she's walking around the bookstore, and she is staring at her in a way that makes her it seem like she's looking at her like a snack.
1: She does. She's like looking at she her like she looks her. delicious. Yes.
0: And she, um, our main character Kim goes to the back and is looking for a book. And she bends over, and this is the moment where Clint Howard decides to poke her ass.
1: <laughs> he's so gross. So, he's so wormy. she jumps,
0: turns around, and she says,
1: "Oh my God,
0: get away from me!" Oh! Like that, and he's. That's when the owner comes over and goes, "You know, get out of here." To Clint Howard, Kim comes and goes. I'm sorry, I, uh, I, I didn't like him being near me. Yeah, he just touched your butt. Why are you talking to? Yeah, why are, you, why are apologizing? you apologizing
1: to this lady? So, Who's just passed out in her bookstore? Yeah. So it's so creepy how this this lady looks at our lead actress. Like, I mean, well, it's just so crazy. This
0: part is we were completely I, floored. We didn't was, know what I was happening.
1: Flabbergasted. She
0: she apologizes, and this girl, the the owner of the bookstore, is very like, oh, it's okay, honey they start shaking hands. They introduce each other. They shake hands. They shake hands in the most awkward, con- confounding way I've ever seen someone shake hands in my life. Like. No one knows what they're doing with their hands.
1: Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. It She's was like
0: caressing it, but they're also swaying it back and forth.
1: Yeah, and you know the handshake should have ended like I don't know thirty seconds ago, well, but it just went on a long time. And then
0: Kim finally starts trying to take her hand away, and the other one starts holding it and caressing it.
1: Yeah, it's really creepy. And this woman's just, there's no way it could get creepier. This woman's like looking does. at her, like she wants to lick her whole face.
0: She she uh, I think kisses her on the side of her face. Yeah. And she, she gave says,
1: her a book first.
0: Well, she says, I'm looking for a book on uh, combustion. Like, a, you know, the, with this fire thing happened. And so she's like, oh, you're in the right spot. So she's like, this is the book you want. So they go to ring it up. And they go to ring it up. She goes, I have another book for you too. I want this one. To, I'm going to give you this one too. And she goes, I don't have money for that one. She's like, it's free on the house. And she goes, I, I don't want it. Right. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, look, there's a pot of really disgusting looking dates of some sort right here on the Ew, counter.
1: They look oh, like I haven't
0: poop. had lunch yet. Can I have one? And she goes, Oh, by all oh, means, sweetheart, eat one. Now she picks it up. It is like oily.
1: It's so gross. And she
0: puts it in her mouth, and we have to watch her chewing on it. And she looks repulsed by what she's eating.
1: Yeah, she does. And,
0: but she keeps eating it with that fake smile, like that smirky,
1: Yeah. oh,
0: you know, this is good type of smile. Yep. And. We have to watch the whole damn thing. And
1: she spits out the 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 pit
0: and, and the girl puts her hand, "Oh, let me get that for you, honey."
1: And she takes some tissue and she takes the pit out of her hand for her. Um and then she says, "Here, you know, I'm going to give you this book."
0: That's the book, yeah. And
1: it's really like the creepiest book. And we don't they don't even tell us what the book is. You see the title of it um when she's walking away. It's so bizarre. It's, it's, a, like,
0: it's about virgins.
1: The, the goddess um, the goddess virgin or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and
0: she says, oh, take it with you because we're going to have a meeting and we get together and you should really come. And she's like, well, why do I need the book? She's, it's, it's very fascinating and it's also your ticket into our club.
1: Yeah, and she's, first of all, she didn't even give any insight of what this club even yeah, is.
0: Yeah, she just says, we're in the park. We're going to have me. a
1: picnic in the park. Yeah. We, who's we?
0: And by the way, she, again, caresses her and comes close to her and I think gives her another, like, whole face kiss.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's a little... It's horny. And Kim, she kind of seems into it.
1: Why don't you come to our picnic tomorrow? I'll write down the address. And this will be your invitation.
0: Thank you. I hope you'll come. <laughs> Could you show me up to the roof, please?
1: Oh, sure. Catherine, uh, will you cover for me, please? Come with me. I mean, she's not pushing this no she's, not, away she's not downing it but i mean it's creepy it's beyond creepy i mean she's looking at this woman as though you know she's some kind of like a delicious fruit platter or something it's yeah, really it's, creepy
0: it's so, wild
1: yeah there's something going on with the lady in the
0: bookstore yeah they, they they're very close kim seems into it she walks off with this book the woman oh no the woman actually says to her you can actually get to the roof because she starts asking questions about the roof and that the woman. Yeah, well, when she, she says, was
1: asking about the spontaneous combustion book, the woman says, oh, this must be about the the person who, you know, or what happened to the person. Is this about the, the woman that fell off the building? Yeah, yeah. so she kind of knew that she was investigating that.
0: Yeah, and she says, uh, you know, you can actually get from any of these shops, you can get upstairs where everybody lives, and you can get right to the roof. Yeah. She says, okay. She goes, you know what? Let me let this other woman... Watch the front desk for me and uh you know it's a bookstore lots of employees a lot of a lot of bookstore yeah well
1: the other woman ended up being like an guess uh, like sort of like elderly woman yeah and- so she
0: takes over and she Kim goes upstairs with this woman to get to the top but the woman says you go that way and uh I'll see you at the park and she leaves her mm-hmm. she just disappears leaving Kim to go up to the roof by herself. Kim goes up to the roof, and she she uh I I can only say that she goes insane because she decides to stand on the edge of the roof and reenact the woman falling off the roof.
1: Yeah, it's it's like she had lost her mind at that point yeah. because from this moment, from this moment in time, she goes up to the roof and she's standing on the side of the the literally on the edge of the roof, like looking like she's about to jump off. And then she comes to her senses and...
0: She notices that Clint notices, Howard is m- mosing around upstairs. Yeah,
1: okay. Th- this is where the movie gets out of control. It gets out of control. I couldn't even take it. So, yeah, Clint Howard, you know, he's not creepy or anything. Mosing around on the roof. Looks like he followed her up there. Everything
0: is starting to get covered in ants.
1: Everything's starting to get covered in ants. So she walks over to him as though he's not a creep. Instead of just running towards the door and going downstairs, she goes over to him.
0: While he is reaching into one of those exhaust pipes on the roof, he hears something. He sticks his head in, and it sounds like... (laughs) Like Something's going on in there. He gets in there, and he goes all the way in there, and he rips out a... Freaking monster! It looks of some like, sort. A, like a, a big,
1: like big worm, yeah, like uh, a like an, earwig,
0: like an earwig.
1: Yeah, like the thing that they put in, um, in Wrath of Khan. of Yeah, yeah, like that. That But it's thing.
0: really like. Pale and and it's slimy, slimy.
1: It's covered in slime. And he holds it up
0: like, "Look what I found!"
1: Like it's something to her, like, and uh, she just
0: like runs off.
1: That looks like an alien, man. Why yeah. do you think? What are you yeah, holding? You're,
0: you want to be an investigative reporter, and you just saw an alien come out of a damn a pipe. Yeah,
1: and, you and maybe she just you want to know
0: up. more about that thing.
1: Yeah, and and Clint Howard's covered in ants right now. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. for
1: whatever reason, for whatever reason,
0: ants are on. Every, it starts getting. Now, I have a big problem with insects, guys. So this movie started getting very cringeworthy for me. Like, very, made me very itchy and automatically disgusted. Oh, so, yeah.
1: And we were eating dinner at the time we were watching this, too. So yeah. that did not help our situation whatsoever.
0: She, uh, she goes home. And she goes home to her apartment, which I would call the cockroach apocalypse. This thing... <laughs> ...is my fucking nightmare wrapped in a, in a bubble. Like, it's crazy. The sink is pouring roaches. There's roaches everywhere. She starts losing her damn mind. Yeah. Um. I don't know. She starts seeing things.
1: Yeah. Now, mind you, she's upset at her boyfriend, or if we're going to call him the boyfriend... He's the douche that, you know, his name is Hank. Um he works with her and he didn't help her out with that story situation whatsoever. So she's pretty pissed off at him. And this is Friday and she was supposed to go to dinner at his parents' house. So she's just, you know, at home, blew him off and there's just roaches and shit coming out of the drain and just freaking her out. So Well, she
0: didn't blow him off because he ends up calling. Something I guess she passes out.
1: No, she, she, she was she... making pasta.
0: And uh, I think that happens later.
1: No, she was making pasta, and okay. so because she was home by herself, and she. Yeah, didn't...
0: but she does go to the house. And for she the ends dinner. up, yeah, because so that's, I think that's a different night, because that's when the other girl shows finds her.
1: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Because oh, right. I
0: think there's two nights of this. Oh God. I think it starts off slowly.
1: Oh well, yeah. This is the the first night of the roaches.
0: Because yeah, I think she starts like having weird dreams. Yeah. And she starts freaking out but that's when the phone rings and it's him and he's he leaves a message and he's basically like where the hell are you you're supposed to meet my mom made dinner and she doesn't answer then finally she starts having more of the bugs problem it's bugs are everywhere and it's like on her food it's everywhere and then she finally answers the phone and she says what do you want You know, who is that? What do you want? And then uh, it's him. He's like, Jesus Christ, where are you coming? And she says, yeah, I'll be there in 11 minutes, right? Or five minutes or whatever the hell it is. She goes, then we cut to her out at this house. And it's his parents' house. This is the most awkward situation ever.
1: It could not be more awkward.
0: She's on a couch by herself. He's sitting again in a full Outfit like a full thing going He's on. black in his
1: turtleneck. Turtleneck.
0: <laughs> He's sitting with his little brother, and we have a a mother, a, like a overbearing mother who who's really into like doing things around the house for people. Obviously, she's just like, you know, unfortunately. Oh, I had, try this hors d'oeuvre, yeah. honey. So she's giving her like hors d'oeuvres. To overly eat. sweet. Why don't you try one of these? I think you will really like them. They're from an old family recipe. Yeah, and the the father, of course, is an alcoholic mess. And he is a like a cartoon character. He just goes uh he's burping, he's drinking a beer, and he makes a joke that I'm still confused about, and he says,
1: You know where all that beer goes? Excuse me? Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What can I say? That's a new one, Dad. Yeah, I told that to you last year. It always works. I mean,
1: is that like, I don't know where it goes because I'm so drunk, I don't know where it goes?
0: Her boyfriend goes, yeah, Dad, that's a new one. Real funny. And he goes to sit with his girlfriend. She gets right up, Kim, and she goes and sits with the little kid. And she talks to the little kid, and she says, he's shaking a present that's under the tree. And she says, "Oh, do you know what it is?" And he's like, "No, I don't." She's like, um, "Are you excited?" And he's like, "Yeah, you know, Christmas. I'm, I'm looking forward to opening the gifts on Christmas." And uh, that's when we find out she's Jewish, and yeah. this is where we get some crazy shit.
1: With the father, the father's like just. And he's ugh. like,
0: "Oh, Jewish." Right? And he
1: literally he, says like something like, "Oh God."
0: Yeah, he says, "Yeah, Lonnie, Kim's Jewish." Mm. Jesus. And then uh, she tells the little kid, he goes, What's the little kid says? What's that? That's insane. He's not that old, like that, not that young. But she says, What's that? She starts explaining, Well, every religion, uh, we all have our own version of Christmas, but like every religion, it almost all connects, but it's all, we all do it different ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really religious and I'm not, I don't really practice. But we all kind of have the same beliefs. And the father goes, Bullshit. Hanukkah and Christmas are just different holidays that deal with it in different ways. Bullshit. Gosh. No, bullshit. Dad.
1: Yep, and he like You're tries to- you full of shit. He tries to start with her. I'm like, oh my God, this guy's the fucking worst. Not only is her boyfriend the worst, okay? But- his father is also the worst. Yeah. And I was like, oh god, just get the hell out of this house. Like it like what is wrong with this woman? First of all, she's having some kind of like delusions of roaches crawling all over her house. Um and and she's not she doesn't even freak out to the extent of like, okay, I'm calling an exterminator or calling someone for help. She just leaves the apartment with the roaches potentially crawling all over everything. I mean, Hundreds
0: yeah. of them. Well, she just wanted to get the hell out.
1: And I get that, but she doesn't seem too shaken up about that situation.
0: Yeah, because I think it keeps disappearing,
1: right? And that's so, why she
0: didn't really know what was happening. That's why she freaks out when she answers the phone because she doesn't really know what's happening, right? And so, so, yeah.
1: Since she left the bookstore, there's some weird things happening to her.
0: Well, yeah, she but she leaves the uh, the 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 boyfriend's uh, family's house. They go outside. He starts again, groping her, and like instantly tries to have sex with her, like in the parking lot. They're outside. He's like, "Don't listen to my father; he's an asshole." Right? And she's like, "You know what? I'm just so sick of it. You didn't even stick up for me." He's like, "The apple doesn't fall from, fall from you know far from the tree. You didn't stick up for me. You didn't help me either when I was trying to get that thing. You just took it."
1: Yeah, when when he was she was trying to get the the, the, piece, the article the um article.
0: She's like, you didn't stick up for yeah, me. You didn't. took it and you didn't even want it. And he's like, look, honey, I, I, you know, I care about you. I, it's not about that. I don't want to do it. You know, but I just, they offered it. That's how the job goes. I have to do what my boss tells me. And she's, she's, she kisses him. I don't know why. Yeah. He's a dirtbag. He's hit, They start making out and he just starts going at her. He starts grabbing her ass, like lifting her dress. She freaks out and she says, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck your family, fuck everybody, fuck. And she's like, you're gonna lose your job. Fuck your job, my job, everybody.
1: I still can't believe you took that story from Eli and you didn't even want it. You didn't even want to do it. And then you just ignored what we were talking about.
0: Kim, he's the boss. You didn't even stand up for me. <sighs> Get off of me! What is wrong with you? Why are you always jumping on top of me? You're like a dog in heat.
1: What's the matter with you?
0: I am just as good as you, you know. You and Eli
1: and Jeff. And I'm sick of it. I'm going to do what I want, whether you like it or
0: not. And I'm going to do the story I want to do. You know, with an attitude like that, you're going to lose your job. Oh, yeah? Well, fuck my attitude, and fuck the job, and fuck you! So she gets in the car, and she leaves, and she goes back home. I don't know if she sees the people again right now. Because I No, know
1: but the next day... is the next day it's she It's the next goes, day she goes to the picnic. Okay. With a with crazy bookstore lady.
0: And the... All right, so she just ends up driving in the middle of the park, and she, like, parks in the middle of nowhere. She has a bottle of wine... And she goes and there's a pillow party in the middle of the park. There's, yeah, this is there's like three women.
1: Pillows everywhere.
0: <laughs> three women all hanging out on some pillows and like a bed spread. And the whole thing. And she goes and she hangs out with them. And it gets sexual again. And they make her eat. Everything's starting to get covered in ants again.
1: Yeah, it just, it just looks it just gives you the vibe of yeah. like
0: a coven of witches. They keep giving her drinks. They keep giving her stuff. The other two, two of the women that are with them leave, and again, it gets really creepy with the bookstore owner and her, where she's like really up on her, and she I think she kisses she her kisses again. She kisses her, yeah. And she's like drunk. Kim is drunk, and she just like fades out. And the bookstore owner leaves her too, and she starts like seeing things and feeling free, and she's reaching up at the clowns, and just then, her boyfriend finds her. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? We gotta go back to work. She's like, "What? What are you doing here? How did you know I was here?" Oh, your friend at work told me. So she's like, "He's like, uh, our boss is getting mad. You got to go back to work." So they go back to work, and I think that he sticks up for her now. Yeah. And says, "Yeah, uh, she he says, well, he told me that you're all involved in the case, mm-hmm. and you've really been like very essential to the whole story, and you've been investigating it." You know, usually I don't like that, usually. But he said that you've already finished all of your work on all the obituaries and the classifieds and everything's done. So, you know what? That shows initiative. Uh, uh, okay. And he's and the boyfriend's like, yeah, I helped you.
1: Yeah, like he feels proud of himself. Such a douche. Yeah. This so guy's she, a
0: douche. She's like, and well, she goes over to the friend. She says, you told him where I was? And she goes, yeah. And she goes, but how did you know? and she says you told me she's like no i didn't
1: yeah except she really didn't
0: yeah i actually think we're wrong on the the layout here because i think that happens later <laughs> i can't remember now because she has a lot of these freakouts and there's another freakout where she goes home and she has spaghetti and the spaghetti starts shaping into the design of the book which says some kind of virginal womanhood yeah, like type the, the circle. Means
1: womanhood um the spiral is the is the symbol
0: of womanhood yes so and it so happens to be the same shape as her spaghetti uh-huh. and then we start seeing a giant cockroach crawling around our house yeah, it's this like thing, human size
1: Oh god it's terrible they
0: start peeking her heads head out she starts freaking out and flipping all the furniture in the house
1: yeah it, looking it's, for it. it's
0: terrible it's on the wall, in a shot, it looks terrible. You see the antenna like wiggling. No,
1: so gross. It,
0: it's it's disgusting, and it, it the spaghetti turns into a hand, and it's like crawling, and it's it's just the whole thing starts getting really nasty. Like she's
1: just having like all these crazy hallucinations, and, she, and it's just like appropriate that she had just seen the bookstore owner and had eaten their food. Yeah, and they had their little like you know weird coven of whatever. And, uh, and all this started happening after she met this woman at the bookstore.
0: Yeah. She she goes into the bathroom, gets instantly sick, and she starts puking. And it's like spaghetti sauce and cockroaches. It's so gross. And uh. she falls onto the floor, and she crawls up to the door. And underneath the door, the antenna of the cockroach is just wiggling. Oh, God, and I'm not to nightmares about this shit. And it is disgusting. And it's really vile. And she passes out, and she wakes up in the morning. And she hears banging on the door and she gets up and she's got like that comical throw up like spaghetti sauce on her front blouse. <laughs> and she wanders to the house. She gets to the front door and she goes, is that you to the friend's name? You know, Janice, Janice. I was going to say Janice, I shouldn't sure remember that. Uh Janice, is that you? And exactly when that she says, Janice, is that you? The person on the other side of the door goes, it's me. Open up. It's Janice. And it's just so bad. Like the ADR is so bad, and and I gotta say the 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 dubbed over sound effects, the ADR on this movie is so horrendous. Every time there's like a cockroach, it's just so overboard. It and really it's so, is. The the audio on it is so high. Yeah. So you you have to hear like watermelon squishing Ugh. when it's like <laughs> something cr- coming out, and it's just like really loud and like obtrusive <laughs> to every scene. There's like a part where there's guts and it sounds like someone squishing grapes or something. It's just so intense and it's so high in volume that it kind of blows your mind a little bit. And the movie's like that a lot. And this woman on the other side, you can tell that they had uh, dubbed in the audio, but it didn't connect properly. So, yeah, it's Janice. She opens the door. She sees the apartment's been trashed. She's like, where have you been? You're late to work. I was worried about you. Your phone's off the hook. I'm trying to call. You can hear the phone's off the hook. And she puts it back on. She's like, it must have been something I ate. And it's like, no shit. You're covered in it. She doesn't mention anything. She just gives her some napkins. And uh, she's like, you want me to drive you to work? And she goes, no, I have uh, something I have to go do. But I'll meet there later.
1: Okay. Yeah, so she can just come and go at her job as she pleases, I guess. But the boyfriend said that. Eli was upset that she was just you know blowing off work like where the hell are you um in the last scene and yeah. now she's just blowing off work again so she doesn't really seem to be taking anything too seriously and she just got this new this new uh, assignment you know with the the burn the burned victim so you know I guess she can just get away with it she's an investigative reporter so she doesn't really have to be at the office
0: yeah I, I do think uh... I don't remember where she goes in that scene, the next scene, but I know that she does talk to her boyfriend and he starts trying to help her out, solve the whole thing and do write the story. So he, he actually goes up to the rooftop with him and everything. Yeah. And she shows him everything. And, but yeah, stuff just keeps going crazy. And it's like bugs, 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 any disgusting bugs thing you can think of. But then it starts getting into body horror. Because yeah. her body starts getting messed up.
1: Weird things aren't happening to her. She she starts like vomiting excessively. Um, her stomach is always hurting. But the funny thing about this woman, it, it, it's just bonkers because this is just how. St- Stupid! this character is this is supposed to be an investigative reporter now every time she sees this woman in the bookstore she doesn't put two and two together that she starts feeling sick after she sees this woman
0: yeah i don't really understand like come on either. like
1: what well, you're, you're really not too bright there pal i mean you're an investigative reporter and you can't even put two and two together that there's something going on with this crazy blonde woman from the bookstore and clint howard and i, I mean you just you can't you you can't put that together it's bizarre and this friend of hers who happens to just know where she is at the picnic like you don't think oh i know that i didn't tell her where i was and you you know like she's like the dumbest investigative reporter on the planet she's awful so she goes to the bookstore owner's house and, and she, gives she, her tea. she she she's uh, having they're having tea and they're having a little chat
0: she mentions her daughter and, and she mentions that.
1: yes that she had a daughter but she wants to get her back. Now, they don't really say if they had a falling out or what that even means. She, but she says, wants. you remind me
0: of my daughter. You
1: remind me of my daughter. Um, and uh, she's no longer with us or something, or I don't see her anymore or some something like that to that effect. But, you know, this is another another scene where this woman sprinkles something into her tea and hands it to her.
0: And she says... Ooh, it doesn't taste that good. Oh, you got to keep drinking it and it'll grow on oh, you. Oh,
1: yeah, it'll grow on you. Just keep <laughs> drinking it. Okay, well, you probably just gave me cyanide, you yeah. freaking lunatic. I mean, she literally is the dumbest woman on the planet. Yeah. She takes, you know, food from this lady. She takes wine. She takes tea. And this woman is clearly, there's something wrong with her. She's fucked in the head. She's just, you know, she's looking at this woman like she's some kind of uh, candy. You know, she's... Just all over her all the time, touchy feely and you know, very vague about everything. Yeah. And
0: when she she passes out from the tea. She passes out from this tea. Well, of course, I mean she knows it tastes like shit and something's wrong. She passes up, she wakes up to a ritual, and they are they have her stripped naked, all of the old there's two other women and Clint Howard. And they're surrounding her and they have her on the couch. And she's like, my stomach, something's wrong. And they're like, you're just going through the change. And they put that alien bug on her stomach. The slimy alien bug that Clint Howard pulled out of the pipe. Yeah, he puts it on her stomach. And they put a sheet over her. And it's, it seems to be saying that it is crawling inside of her belly button.
1: They, they actually the- show her belly button rising, yeah. her belly is rising, like there's something and in she's there. she's
0: like freaking out. And I got to tell you, the actress is bad when it needs to be normal, but when it's these p- parts of pain or the disgust or whatever, it's, she's pretty good at it. Because it's like, I feel it, like it is disgusting. Yeah. Whatever's happening here is disgusting. She. Uh, they take a rat and they stab the rat over her. It looks pretty real. It looked a little too real. To they me. cut away right when they yeah,
1: supposedly stabbed but it. But it
0: looked like it was gonna happen, and they it bleeds on her, and the creature is now crawling up inside her. She's freaking out, and she starts gagging uncontrollably, and she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm sick," and she throws up a cockroach worm. It's, it's so gross. It's gigantic. It comes out of her mouth. I
1: don't even know how the filmmakers accomplished this. Like, that woman looks like she's, like, just dying. Yeah. Like, I mean, this this creature is coming out of her mouth. And it's huge. It is not a small thing. Yeah. It's huge and slimy and gross.
0: To make it worse, Clint Howard grabs it and cuts it in half and sprinkles the the liquid that's coming out, which is KY jelly. All over her face as she passes
1: Yeah, out. it's the most torturous um, that I've seen. I mean, we've seen Bruce Campbell get tortured by Sam Raimi in Evil some, Dead and This stuff, is society but like, all over This again. movie, is like you are just torturing your actress. You are yeah. just torturing her.
0: Yeah, I, absolutely. And it's just pouring all over her face. And she wakes up. And she jumps up. And they're all there. And, and she's like, what the hell is going on? What's going on? I don't want to, I just want to go home. Please leave me alone. Please. And they're like, you're fine. You're fine. You're just going through the changes. You just have to finish the changes.
1: Yeah. So I'm guessing. Everything's
0: going to be good. Everything's going to be fine. She's like, I just want to go home. And then she's like, oh, you are going to be home soon. And she just runs out. And now she's thrown up a cockroach monster. Had a monster go inside of her stomach It some it's disturbing crazy shit she runs what seems to be her house this is where i got confused she goes to her house but when she goes in the door she's yelling for her boyfriend hank right Mm -hmm. he happens to be sleeping in the bed
1: in her apartment
0: it seems to be her apartment because it's the same bathroom earlier in the film with the cockroach monster so I didn't understand if she was in his apartment or whatever. I think you're skipping why is ahead. He home?
1: I think you're skipping ahead because she she was actually dreaming for that whole scene with Clint Howard, you know, doing all that like squeezing the creature. She woke up in, in a chair in her own house. Remember that?
0: No. She, she
1: was she was actually dreaming that scene. Um the scene No, because
0: I remember her running she once she ran out of their house. That
1: was that was later.
0: It's not the one with the butcher shop.
1: Yeah, no, it is. That's
0: not that one. Previously on Lost.
1: Well, there's a scene where she was waking up in a chair. So, like, I guess I when think that just... was
0: earlier on with the pasta monster.
1: Oh, it could have been that. Yeah, maybe I'm getting my my lines crossed. A,
0: there's so many, but there's so many sequences of these dreams intensifying and these bugs intensifying. But I'm just kind of skipping forward a little bit. But yeah, yeah, she uh, she she runs out of the house. She finds Hank. It seems again. At her apartment, I guess. And Hank happens to be in the bed. And he's in comical pajamas. He looks like Ebenezer Scrooge's pajamas. <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets out of the bed. She is overacting again. And he is terrible, too. They're two of them are going at it and overacting. She goes in the Sorry. bathroom. She smashes the bathroom window. She's trying to down pills. She tries to flush the toilet by throwing newspaper articles in there. And it overflows and
1: she's just having a total freakout
0: she then just all of a sudden wakes up and she says hank what are you here for why yeah. are you here where like she am just i snaps
1: out of it and i wasn't
0: like- here a minute ago and then she goes i want to have sex with you if yep. you i want you to pretend i want to pretend that you're asleep and i want to bang you."
1: yep
0: so she she pushes him on the bed and she starts going at him now, I, I gotta give him credit for being up for this. Everything that has just happened is insane.
1: Yeah, And he right was just woken up. Yeah.
0: And she's riding, and she's going nuts on him, and she's making sure his eyes stay closed and pretend you're asleep. Yeah, it was
1: really and weird. And just
0: at that time, Clint Howard comes in the room.
1: And just sits down and puts on the freaking TV.
0: And that's when he puts on the TV and sees what looks like a scene from a Silent Night Deadly Night film, and he laughs. <laughs> And a no, don't stop. Come back Who the fuck are you? Santa Claus killer Get the hell out of here
1: Right and so at this point Hank like snaps out of it Because he he's hears like, him laughing What the fuck He jumps out of the bed And he's like Who the hell are you? But
0: she does too. Because at first she's like, don't just go with it. Just go with it while she's trying to have sex with him. But then he finally is like, no, who's in the room? Yeah. And she screams too. Yes. And
1: she freaks out.
0: Now, Hank fights Clint Howard while she runs to the bathroom and hides. And they have a fight. And Clint Howard, he's a little guy. And Hank's a big guy. Hank gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he does. He He's so much that Clint Howard falls to the floor and bites his ankle out.
1: Yeah, it was gross. Like, his whole Achilles tendon is just like, gone. God, your
0: teeth got to be some sharp-ass yeah, stuff, guy. Yeah, he, he's
1: like a little monster He's in a this. little monster. He's so gross in this, and he's, uh, he bites his ankle, and he stabs him he several gets, times. Yeah, he gets a
0: knife, and he starts just poking his chest. Yeah. And Hank's like, stop, stop, just stop stabbing me. It's 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 uncomfortable and intense it's like wow
1: it's hard to watch and he's like
0: just leave her alone and the phone rings and it's the answer machine it's her, her friend janice and she runs out of the bathroom and jumps across her bed and grabs the phone and says janice call the police call the police and clinton Howard runs at her and he's like you gotta come with me you gotta stop this stuff And the boyfriend, Hank, comes in. He's like, leave her alone. She, I think Clint Howard ties her up and gags her. Yeah,
1: and she hides under the bed. And
0: he throws, she crawls under the bed. And then we just see from the feet that Hank is being brutally murdered. Yeah. And there's just like guts and blood. And again, this is where the sound effects are way too intense. Yeah, they are. They really are. They're like just... Yeah, like choking on your blood
1: and shit. Cho- like it's it was really insane. And but-
0: he died he just drops to the floor and dead in front of her. Yep. You and- don't really see what he's done to him, but it sounds like he has gutted him like terribly. Yep. Um and that's when Clint Howard's like, You gotta come with me. I'm sorry, I, I had to do it, you and know. Janice walks this. in. Janice walks moment.
1: in. Instead of calling the police though like She was told to do. Janice herself walks in, so automatically we're like, okay. Now we know she's involved.
0: She she sees the dead body of Hank, and she yells at Clint Howard, what did you do, you idiot? And and she goes over to Kim, and she frees her, and she says, are you okay? And and Kim's like, yeah, he killed Hank. And she's like, "Uh, he won't, don't worry about it. You have to go with him. He's not gonna hurt you.
1: Mm -hmm. You
0: have to go, you have to finish the change. You have to finish going through it. And She's like, oh my god, you're a part of it. Clint Howard grabs her, brings her to a shop. He she wakes up in a the butcher shop from that one guy. It's a like a red room with meat hanging. Hank is also hanging from hooks yeah. in the room. And she's on the floor, butt naked, and Clint Howard comes in. All the witches are all around her. They're, we know we know they're witches and everything. They're all around and they put on a mask over Clint Howard's face and it has a long nose like a penis. And Clint Howard is also naked. And they keep pouring liquid. It's filmed in such a disgusting way and yeah. he just starts raping her.
1: Yep. Yeah, and and they're, I mean, they're covered in sludge. It's so yeah. gross. And it's they're telling awful. her
0: as this is happening... You're gonna, it's gonna be born through you. Yeah. You have to let it happen. It's gonna be born through you. And you're gonna be better afterwards. And, okay. I don't know. We, I mean, honestly, we don't know what the fuck is going no, on. No, I mean, we know these are witches. witches. We can they're... piece it all together.
1: I mean, I guess they're trying to, like, inseminate her with a demon or something no
0: well I, I mean i don't
1: fucking know i mean what do you know from this they don't say what they they're trying to resurrect
0: no her. well later on you kind of find out so that happens she wakes up on the floor ca- like just in muck of a butcher shop it's on the really floor, gross and the actress is crawling around butt naked i felt bad for it. her yeah and her body starts morphing her fingers start turning into sausages like And they start wiggling and they attach and they start bending together. Yeah. And she's like ripping them apart and her legs start morphing into each other. And she crawls to the corner of the room and she rips her legs open and we just watch liquid pour out of her. Oh,
1: my God. It's so disgusting. It's so
0: violent. This woman's like, this is where the woman's going for. Like she's, this part of the movie, she's it's like she was really being tortured it's it's intense oh, you can like,
1: tell she 100 percent was being tortured i mean it,
0: it's like wow this is uncomfortable she had know? to be like,
1: naked crawling through all that shit and that sludge and all yeah. that
0: nastiness this is where I, in the movie where i was saying this is interesting like <sighs> yeah. this is this is crazy it's it's different it feels like it's about something else it it doesn't match the tone of the bad acting first half no it's something totally different it feels very society
1: Yeah, and I feel like she she really was an agony. I mean, this poor actress. actress, And she had Clint Howard on top of her. Yeah, and that was the scene before that. No
0: one's in the room with her now as she's doing this part. And yet we we kind of get the idea that something was born through her. And she wakes up, and her legs are like crusted together like a snake. And it looks like it's skin dying off of her legs. Yeah. And... The butcher shop guy walks in, speaking, you know, his language. He can't understand what he's saying. And then a woman walks in, She's like, shut up. And then she's like, you've gone through the change. Yeah. You're, 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 um. You initiated. You've been initiated.
1: Yeah. So her, she starts like, um, you know, like shedding all the yeah. The, her
0: legs, all, all,
1: yeah. The legs, like you know, go back to normal and everything that she was like growing on her was like starting to shed. Yeah. So she's just a naked woman at this point. And they give home. her
0: clothes, and she stands up. She gets dressed. Yeah. And she leaves the butcher shop, and she's in the bookstore, and they all like, you're, you been initiated. You're one of us now. And she's like, I don't understand what is happening. And they're like, I wanted my daughter back, and I I wanted you to be my new daughter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, Wait a minute, the woman on the roof. And she's like, Yes, that was my daughter. So the she, woman is on fire. She couldn't, she couldn't go through with it. She couldn't finish the the change. She's like, What? She goes, well, What is the change? What did you do? And she's like, Well what we did was we took all the evil and all the darkness inside of you and we birthed it into a creature and we made it leave you and we killed it for you she's like you no, no longer need to be held by men you you're on your own now you're one of us you're one of the women you're now you don't need men they won't hold you back anymore you can be powerful i was like oh oh my god what a fucking neat idea this is. Yeah. This is kind of a cool idea, and this is an interesting witch movie. Yes. Don't know why it's called Silent Night, Deadly Night 4. Do not know why they did that. Yeah. They could have just called this The Initiation. Um, but we
1: already have an initiation movie. Do we? <laughs> we have a movie called The Initiation. What was that? Yeah. Um, we actually just watched it not too long ago, wasn't it? That's The, the no, no. Wasn't it The Fraternity movie? The initiation? I don't know. Is that
0: the one? Oh yeah, yeah. Is that the one with the? They're in the the thing and they just start killing each other. It's yeah, so silly.
1: Yeah, clue and clue. Clue is in it. It's not 1984. The initiation. Okay. The sorority member. Yeah, I was, now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. Well, I'm just saying they could have, you know, I mean, there's like three invitation movies. There's always, you can use that, but I just don't know why this was silent. It did not need to be. Yeah,
1: there's no Killer Santa. There's no Ricky. There's nothing.
0: Well, there is a Ricky. Well, there's a Um, Ricky,
1: just not our Ricky.
0: So, yeah. She, uh, rightfully does not like what has happened to her. And if this was the case, all they had to do would come to her and say, we have a way of making women stronger and we can stop we can kill the evil inside you and make you better okay why did you go through all this why did you drug me and not tell me why did you not explain to me what's happening why did you make me feel like i was crazy right why did you go her. this way yeah it doesn't like, make sense there was
1: no evil inside this woman this woman was just she well they're
0: just they're basically like, dummy. when you say evil it's the things that hold you back it's supposed to right. be like the things that the negative Everything negative and right. dark about you. I guess you. they
1: wanted to cleanse they her. They
0: killed it. And that's why it was a cockroach. she was like, it was all the evil came into a monster looking yeah. form. It was spit out of her. That is a really neat concept. And I kind of love that idea. But why would it be some, why would they force it on her? And that's kind of odd. And it goes against its own message of womanhood. Yeah. Because why not tell her, you know, like, or dive into that a little more. So what happens next is is obvious because they're like you're a part of the initia- initiation now, but you have to do one more thing, and she's like what? She's like you have to ha- give us a soul. Yeah, you have to bring us a man. They were body. gonna they were so gonna she, do
1: Hank, but he's dead now. So well, she's like
0: they're like um, unfortunately Hank's already dead, and she's like that wasn't a dream. He's really dead. Yes, unfortunately. She's like but we do need a soul. You have to bring us one. Or it won't be complete. And she's like, you know what? Hank has a little brother. Why don't you kill him? Now, it's like, of all the fucking people, the little kid is the one they're choosing?
1: I know. Why does it have to be that bloodline? If you were going to take anyone, take the asshole father.
0: Yeah, the father. it could he's be a, any of the other dick drunk. characters we've met in this yeah, movie. he's a but bigot. But they're like a little child. So obviously she's like, no, I don't want to fucking kill a little child. So she runs off. And this only leads her... To start falling apart, basically. Yeah. She she starts uh, also burning. Her legs start burning comically. And she jumps in a shower. And Clint Howard's following her. And she's like, he's like, you have to do it. You have to go through the initiation. You have to finalize it. If you don't give the soul, she'll come for you. And now, this the, the witches have special powers that have never been shown before. She's beaming through her television set. She's talking to her through her TV. Yeah. There's stuff like that. It's like, there's no established anything in this movie. Like, it's just happening. And he's Clint Howard's like worried about her. He's like, seriously, you have to go through it. If you don't, you're gonna die painfully. You're gonna like but- the girl in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, okay, okay, I'll do anything to make it stop. Yeah. So automatically it just stops. Now I don't really understand how the spire thing works. How does it know if she's going to do it? Is there a timeline, or is it the witch is doing this to her? It's like it's she's bizarre. under some kind
1: of spell. Like you yeah. have to say that, okay, I'll come, I'll, yeah. I'll do this. You don't have spell. to go along I'll with it. Yeah, I'll be compliant. You have to say it. So and they go
0: to the kid's house and they kill, you know, kidnap them while Clint Howard just kills the father in a Christmas tree. He like strangles him to death and he sets on fire in the Christmas tree. Yeah, it is bizarre. And they steal a kid. Yep. And the kid is on the rooftop with the witches, about to be sacrificed. That kid is not that great of an actor. He's screaming, "No!" You know, like he's screaming, and we were laughing about it. And it's kind of when They're going to cut him. They have a knife on him, and they and they also have the alien, that another oh, one of those. Oh, that's right. Like the slimy. Boxes. Yeah. And they're going to put it on him and everything. But she says, "No, you're not going to do it." And they're like, then you have to die. And Clint Howard steps in front of Kim and says, no, not her. And then they're laughing. They're like, well, the first off, with the little kid, they're all like, it's just a man. Right? So it's like, I kept questioning, then why do they hang out with Clint Howard? Right. Why is he in special? Well, he's the why one that's impregnating
1: them or whatever.
0: Yeah, which is wild because she already gave, she threw up a monster already.
1: Right. It makes it, no it's, sense. It's
0: weird that they're like reliant on this guy okay well they're not reliant because the uh, bookstore owner just kills clint howard instantly by gutting him Yep, and he falls to the floor and all of those creatures those centipede looking creatures crawl into his chest it's so good yeah oh and it's so and gross that uh right at that point she's like telling her like you're gonna you're gonna die you don't have to die and she's like i'm not your daughter we're nothing alike and she's like you're just like me and so her fingers start morphing again to those long tentacles and they start going together and as they wrap together they start setting on fire mm-hmm. um i also believe before that happens she stabs the bookstore owner in the chest
1: she stabs her in the stomach
0: in the stomach and then she pulls the knife out and she comes toward her and that's when her hands wrap together and they start setting on fire and she says we're nothing alike." And she sticks her whole hand, morphed hand, two hands together, on fire into the hole in her stomach that she with the cut was. Mm-hmm. And it sets the bookstore owner on fire. She jumps off the roof and lands just like her daughter. Yep. By the way, we didn't mention this in the beginning, but this is something that made us laugh. They were a chalk outline around the body, yeah. but it only had the singe feet that weren't chalk outlined.
1: Yeah, the singe the singe part was not chalk yeah, outlined. It was, it was so comical. It was so funny looking. But like I think it's funny too. We should note that this movie is just kind of just awful, awfully written anyway. Because like there's literally no investigation into this event. Yeah, okay? but that's another like, part we forgot. The, yeah. the woman's the woman's daughter okay and they would have figured that out that that was that woman's daughter she yes. lives in the building where she fell Tell off me. of yeah there's no investigation going on like hello this girl lives here this is your daughter she's on fire
0: they just said it was just combustion like okay well what? come on
1: only one half of her body is comb- she was come
0: anybody on. who was around the area heard her screaming and, right. and also i would point out that Clint howard was watching her jump off the roof he would have been up there as a part of the initiation. He's a part of this group.
1: Right, exactly. But in the
0: opening, he's watching it like he doesn't know what's happening.
1: Right, exactly. He's.
0: It's kind of like a false thing. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: it, there's a lot wrong and, with and, this it, situation. And I
0: will also say that she falls off the roof, and, oh, and we cut. We forgot to talk about a another very, very badly acted sequence where she goes to a co- the cops and brings the detective to her house, and there's nothing wrong with her house. All the things in her house that we saw like hank's dead body the blood all over the house the oh yeah all that's mirror, cleaned up. All perfectly clean yeah and um the cop is just like
1: "Oh, you should get some professional help yeah
0: and she's screaming at him too and she keeps walking in the room putting her head against walls it's hilarious but yeah we're at the end here she uh, jumps off the roof on fire and lands where her daughter was and kim just frees the little kid and they're, like, got to leave happily just, ever after. Yeah, but the weird thing, she
1: stares at the other
0: witches. The other witches all just, just watch the burning body of the bookstore owner. And they're, like, it's over.
1: Yeah, it's and over. And
0: it literally Finn. is just over.
1: And that's how it ends. Like, they don't try to stop her. They don't attack her. Yeah. Nothing. Well, they, they just look the at her. Were they under the spell of
0: the bookstore owner as well? I guess. We're not really. But why Because weren't the older they- woman should be the head.
1: Right. So did they go through the impregnation progress? They said that they, they did. They
0: said you're part of the initiative. You're just like us now. You're free. Oh, so God. why now? Why did she combust? Was it really just a spell of the bookstore owner? Like I don't really understand it. I think that and- the
1: other girl combusted because she didn't want to go through. She didn't allow the process to finish. I think she did, she kept resisting. Remember, like when Kim, her legs started burning because she was resisting. Yeah. Then that was what was happening with the, the daughter. She was resisting. No,
0: I understand that. I'm just saying the other witches.
1: Oh, well. Were the other
0: witches a part of it? Were they under a spell? Was it the spell just from the mother? Because why isn't everybody burning still? Yeah. I, they Like, he didn't, she didn't kill. And also, why wouldn't she just kill Clint Howard as the soul? Right. Right? Well, it doesn't make any ha- sense. I mean,
1: yeah, because you can convince any guy to just have sex with a girl and impregnate her
0: yeah you know? and it's it's odd why clint howard like they don't really talk about it why this ricky character yeah, they- it doesn't make any sense it's just a shame because i think there's a neat little idea in here about there is a
1: neat idea in there somewhere like a about
0: feminist the- idea about how you know getting rid of the things that hold us back yeah and women being stronger by getting rid of that and not needing men yeah and i was like this is a cool idea. It's
1: it's a great idea, but they had to go through some ugly, gnarly shit to get yeah. there. Well,
0: by the way, it reminded me very much of, uh, there's a really interesting, it might made me think of, I think it's Alex Garland. I don't know if he's the one that directed it, but Men, the movie Men.
1: Oh, yeah, it yeah. It
0: reminded me of the concept of that, where it was a woman and all the guys were the same guy, and it was really, really interesting. Yeah. It kind of reminded me that even with the recycling of the bodies Mm -hmm. like like getting rid of the the thing that's evil that you see and it just kept digesting it and like over and over and birthing it and it kind of reminded me of that here and i kept saying damn very close to the idea and concept Mm -hmm. that movie though did it well with good acting yeah this movie unfortunately is peppered with so much bad shit. god
1: this movie was i mean the acting was just horrendous yeah,
0: those those prosthetics the, the the body horror stuff is pretty good
1: yeah i mean th- there were some if you want to be grossed out go ahead and watch this oh, i mean there's, there's a stuff, lot of gross yeah,
0: out especially in the middle chunk there's some really interesting stuff going on there.
1: yeah
0: but it, i would just say everything around it kind of sucks otherwise yeah it does it, I'm mostly brought down by the acting
1: yeah, because it was comical at some point. Yeah. Like you're supposed to feel one kind of way, but just how awful this main actress is, she just makes everything funny. Because you're just like, what is happening here? That's
0: why I thought like this might be the diamond in the rough we're always looking for, one of those movies that will yeah. blow away how funny it is. One of those ones we get laugh at every time we see it. But, unfortunately, it gets a little too serious Yep. and a little too boring.
1: It did get boring, you know? and it
0: kind of, and the grossness kind of makes it not something you want to watch again. True. So it kind of held it back. It, was, it wasn't even like cool grossness; it was just like slimy. I, I, just I'm like not eh. a big fan of like cockroaches and stuff like that as creatures. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and ants and stuff, and this is heavily using that, and, and it's just like gross out. And you know it's funny. This guy also directed and written wrote uh, something we do love that we might have to go re uh, rewatch for this. But false. But you can also see the body horror in that yes, too. Yes, I like that. Um, that movie's comically insane. Um, but yeah, this this is a this is a letdown in the sense that the way that it opened, I went, oh, we're in for a trip.
1: I didn't expect much anyway. I really didn't because this is the fourth in a series, and the other yeah. ones we That's love. That's why I'm surprised, though. We love the other one. You know. This uh Silent Night Free. Deadly Night Two, we love that. Well, we um, love it
0: in the sense that it's terrible. It's so good.
1: terrible. Yeah. But it's so funny and just it's really so bad it's good because this the, the main actor is just so he's just so great at being extra. Yeah. And uh I really enjoyed it. It was fun. But this one, the overacting and, and the bad acting was not as fun. It wasn't fun at all. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm gonna give this a four.
0: Yeah, I was going to give it a four. I thought you were going to go lower. But yeah, nope. the, this is a no, four. No, well,
1: there's some, you know, like we said, there are some things that were not so bad. But uh, otherwise, the story could have been better. It, it was just a, you can it was tell, a mess.
0: Yeah, you can even tell how much we're disappointed by it because we can't even remember exactly how the plot flowed. I know. Because there were so many similar sequences happening over and over. It just increases in its, its like, disgustingness. Like, it just it just increases with the cockroaches and the monsters yeah. like. It's not and it's not even like cool. It's just, oh, it's just giant cockroach. Oh, it's a giant cockroach. It's like, yeah, I didn't
1: have much going for it other than, okay, we're just going to pepper in a whole bunch of just nasty. And and
0: so it's kind of like blurring in my mind already. It's just like a little bit of, you know, over, you know, overdone. So it's not great. But if if this is uh, any indication of how the rest of our uh, December movies, oh,
1: God. Our, our
0: Christmas treats are gonna go. Well, and we started out wrong. Yeah, we're in, we're in for a hurt. We're in for some hurting. Yeah,
1: yeah we started and, out and, uh, wrong.
0: I believe I don't know if you're okay with it, but we're gonna follow this up with part five and see where that one
1: goes. Well, we might as well keep going at this point. I mean, at, I'm hoping there's a killer Santa in at least five seconds of the next one.
0: There's not and I will uh, tell you this I've heard it's one of the better ones.
1: Oh, all right then. It's
0: got a really interesting uh, idea that I think we might like but I don't know how it's going to go. And there's an actor in it that's actually pretty good, which is shocking.
1: Oh god. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm intrigued, but you know, as far as this one goes guys, if if you're really 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 bored and you want to watch something that might have some kind of, you know, gross gore in it, then this is this is good for you, but Otherwise, it's just, it's a bad movie.
0: Yeah, Yeah, it's a letdown. Well, this is why it's Talking Trash, because we found some trash and we're talking about it. Yep,
1: Talking Trash. All right, though. All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
0: All right, have a good one. Sounds interesting. Well, I think a woman's place is in the home raising a family. These are really good. You know, woman was made from the rib of man. I, uh, I think that's in your Bible too, huh, Dad? That's a myth. It's an allegory. It's all relative. You know, that's the trouble with you kids today. You know, you think everything is relative. Well, let me tell you something, pal. It is goddamned real, and you had better believe that. Do you know where all the beer goes? And then they're staring at each other, and then he goes, I don't know either. <laughs>